0: straight talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio.
1: We're back with Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back, everybody, to Lighten Up here on Israel News Talk Radio. I'm uh, one of the hosts with the most matt zucker and my lovely and talented partner across the pond Stephen miller shalom shalom how's everyone doing everyone have a good week are you talking to me
2: i'm talking to anyone who wants to answer me
0: but yes you it was a i gotta tell you um it's wonderful here winter time finally came in we're freezing our keisters off we got snow in the holy land exciting really snow oh, yeah yep yep my son is in heaven right now snowed on them Wow. Wow.
2: Anyone going sledding?
0: Any Hasids
2: going sledding down on their
0: on their uh, uh, well, it's (laughs) it's it's so snowy that they close Mount Hermon because you can't get up there because the craziest thing in the world, Jews can't in Israel, Israelis cannot drive in the rain, yet alone the snow. So hopefully I'll get some skiing in after they open the roads again. Anyway. So I got to tell you, we have a lot of stuff to discuss tonight. um, Okay. this morning. Excuse me, depending upon what side of the world you're on. And uh, and we have people listening this week from the United Kingdom, Canada, Austria, Nigeria, Morocco, South Africa, Japan. Wow. Australia, Iran. And it,
2: uh, maybe it's that guy who wants to take me up to the roof from last week
0: from- <laughs> and the Czech Republic. So, wow. Uh, oh, and listen, I have a couple of updates. Um and a a lesson on Tubishvat thanks to my rabbi back in America who heard the show and and called me with a slight little correction and addition.
2: Oh so, we're getting criticized now by uh, our rabbi not criticized educated man a rabbi is a teacher right
0: <laughs> so so uh, great I can't wait to hear that one. <laughs> No, are you kidding me? I was I was I was happy to hear his voice when I woke up this morning to the message, and he said, "Matt, I thought you should know." You're I wrong on the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, China and Bulgaria. China Boo. are here no. Just
2: kidding. Come Just on. kidding. Okay, stop. I'm sorry. All right. Well, I got a follow up too on our Texas hostage situation from the Times of Israel, who interviewed a congregant. So we'll get to that story as well. A lot of good stuff. A lot of crazy stuff this week, baby.
1: how did a nice jewish girl from delaware end up living in israel shalom i'm natalie Zipinski. join me on my show returning home Meet different people who have moved to Israel. Hear their personal stories, their highs, their lows, and everything in between. Each week, we talk to experts on immigration and the process of moving to Israel. Listen to Returning Home every Thursday, only on Israel News Talk Radio. Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. (laughs) Go.
2: Me. Okay, I think you're on there. Go. (laughs) Welcome back, everybody, to Israel News Talk Radio on the show Lighten Up, (laughs) where Matt and I constantly bicker about who's going to introduce the show. After I established I was going to do it, and then who's going to do it? Okay, go. I think we're already on the air. I couldn't remember. I have a short term memory issue. Welcome, oh, Welcome back, everybody, to another insane week. I just, Matt, I hope you had a good uh, Shabbat, and I hope our listeners had a great Shabbat over the weekend.
0: Matt, yeah, it was, was good. very relaxing, very relaxing. Good. You know, not a whole, you know, they're not action packed. You know, we do some reading, we do a little studying. You know, we t- take a beautiful walk. You know,
2: all right, let's not get nice. personal. I don't care about that. All right,
0: <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Anyways.
2: Asked- I know. I'm just being smart. Okay, listen up. Now, I, I over the weekend here. Now, I like before Shabbat. I always like to post something before Shabbat, something inspiring, whatever it is. I always like to do it. You know what I mean? So, I'm, after Shabbat, uh, I'm you know scrolling through Facebook, and I see. I don't know if this has ever happened to you. I had an incident of Facebook theft. Someone stole my picture that I posted on Facebook from Shabbat and made it as their own. And I'm scrolling through, and it says here, I'm not going to name the person because I'm friends with them on Facebook. It says, Shabbat Shalom. Please pray for this country with American flags. And I'm looking at this picture. I'm like, hmm, those Shabbos candles and that living room looks really familiar, babe. It's mine. (laughs) She took, she stole my photo of my living room and my Shabbos candles and made it her own. You should be flattered. I, I guess, but it, I was just like, it was like a double take. I'm like, wait a second, I just posted those. Hey, those are my candles. That's my bottle of wine. That's my living room table. You should have commented, "Hey, Shabbat Shalom. Where'd you get this picture?" I. Know, but you know what? Look, I I am flattered, and it's nice that she thought the picture was nice. But just can you private message me and just say, "Hey, do you mind? Can I take the picture of your from your house and and use it as mine for my Shabbat?" <laughs> No, I get that. I get that. You, you know. Facebook theft. Oh, my God. It was
0: – I just thought that was just funny. That's never happened to me before. <laughs> well, did she uh, – I guess she didn't take your uh, identity though, right? Just your picture. <laughs> just a just picture of my living room table and my Shabbat candles. <laughs> like, wow,
2: that person has the same exact candles as me and the same living room table. Wow.
0: <laughs> anyway. How about. did you figure that out? Are you, like, friends with this person? And how did that yeah, come up? it came oh. up on my uh, – scrolling up on my
2: news feed. Oh. I'm just scrolling along. I'm like, oh, look at this person. Oh, that looks familiar.
0: Oh, that's my house. <laughs> anyway, I just thought that was cute. Well, hey, listen, um, a couple of updates before we dive into the meat for this week, right? A couple of updates. Um, first of all, you uh, ran into my rabbi from the States apparently. Send yes, I did. To send yes, I show. did. I wake up this morning to my shiur, my lesson about what I didn't know last week. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> well, for the listeners that did listen, we 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 briefly spoke about two uh, two. Tu Bishvat, right, which is the New Year's the for the trees, and because I'm not the most learned Jew, I knew that there was Tu for the trees and Tu and Rosh Hashanah you know, for Rosh Hashanah, and that there was another one, but I didn't know. So I, I, I wake up to a message from Shia this morning. who, uh, who Oh, we're not supposed that, to mention I, names.
2: We're not oh, supposed to mention names.
0: I didn't mention a last name. Okay. You know how many Rabbi Shias there are? That's anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's, so there's four Rosh Hashanahs, right? I was like, wow. So there's Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Hashanah, Tu Bishvat, which is Rosh Hashanah for the trees. There is... Um, Rosh Chodesh Nissan, which is Rosh Hashanah for months. That one I'm still a little foggy on, um, but I'm sure Shia will let me know. And then there was Rosh Hashanah L'meluchen. Limul- I can't even pronounce it. Limulukhin. And it's Rosh Hashanah you. for the kings, which we don't oh. have anymore. So Ooh. he said that one is irrelevant. So there we go. We, did all- he- we all learned something new, whether we wanted to or not.
2: Did he at least, Did he say if he thought the show was funny or not? No, he enjoyed Yes, he did enjoy it. He started. Uh, yes, Matthew, I would just like to say that I enjoyed this show very much, but I have to say
0: that you're wrong on to So he calls up to criticize us. You know he was not criticizing. He's very, he, he was just educating us. I appreciate that. Oh, anyway. Well, and now you, you know, whether you wanted to or not, now you know about the four Rosh Hashanahs. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Our listeners in Japan are are uh, going, what? What's a Rosh
2: Hashanah? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, very good. Well, thank you, Rabbi, for correcting us dummies. <laughs> oh,
0: geez. Well, listen, you know what? Like I said, I'm not the most learned Jew. And then, actually, you know what? So this is funny. When we lived in the States, right, uh, I, most of my friends were, were Gentile, and they would think, I was orthodox. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not orthodox. <laughs> I'm not orthodox. Now you come to Israel, and I know nothing. It's like, you know, it, it, it you know, it's sort of like uh, amplifies your ignorance when you're living in the Jewish homeland. It's... You, you, you come to Israel, and now they think you're a Gentile. <laughs> <laughs> Watch with this beard. He looks like he's Santa Claus. Hey, listen, when I wear that nice big, when I wear the nice big skull cap, they think I'm a Muslim. I know. You wear many hats. <laughs>
2: Literally. I... Uh,
0: anyway. Oh, hey. Uh, you, um, you know the word schadenfreude or schadenfreude? Schadenfreude! Schadenfreude? No. Right, it's no. taking what? pleasure from someone's misfortune.
2: Oh, I do I, that all the time.
0: <laughs> I know. I know. I know. So I, I caught Unilever, you know, who owns Ben and Jerry's, the boycotters oh. of Israel, yeah. What since they since they announced the boycott, have lost twenty six billion with the B dollars. Wow. How how do they lose it? From what? Um stocks. Wow. People, states have been states in the US have been uh uh, uh Dumping their stock and not carrying their products. Good. Listen, I, I have to tell you, I try my best not to buy Unilever products, but it's really tough. I mean, they own, you know, they they're, own everything. They own meat hooks and everything. But I saw $26 billion. That was it – did, it did put a smile on my face, I will tell you. That's all right. Uh,
2: you can it, – it's in – actually, we're going to give a little Torah lesson real quick. Real quick, here you go. This is halakha. It You can derive pleasure from your enemies falling if they're non-Jewish it's the jewish enemy that you can't derive pleasure from true that is true that is that is in the talmud
3: anyway
0: and if you do you have to keep it to yourself Uh, that's where i go wrong (laughs) i mean that's that's a tough that's a tough order to fill right to not like you know and you're you're not supposed to feel that way about jews but anyway that's a tough order that's a tough order to fill with some people i'm just saying (laughs) Before we go to our
2: first break, I want to get this story in. This came from the New York Post. This uh woman uh with excessive hair condition, she gets bullied on social media, okay? This is not a woman who's trying to be trans, she's not a man. This is a this is a real problem. Um her name is Samantha Allen and she's been mocked mercilessly, 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 I don't know. Mercilessly? Uh, yeah. Uh due to a rare condition that causes uh, her to sprout excessive hair all over her body. (laughs) And people call her, people bully her, and they call her Chewbacca. (laughs) I sent you a picture of her. Yes, you did. It it bothered me. It's called polycystic polycystic ovary syndrome, which causes this rare syndrome called hirsutism, excessive hair growth. This is horrible. And people are calling her Chewbacca. (laughs) I feel horrible for it. It says, I have many women claim I am brave, Samantha Allen says. She was diagnosed with this syndrome, uh, which produces an abnormal amount of uh, male sex hormones, uh, which causes this hair growth. And it says the disorder affects around 10% of women. Of childbearing age, she started shaving her legs at age eight, and she started growing facial hair at age eleven. Stop. Un- yes, she's she looks she looks like Ron Jeremy. I mean, the hair on her body. I showed you the picture. I feel horrible, and 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 here. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It sounds like you feel horrible.
2: And look at this. Not You're only talking that.
0: talking on the radio.
2: But here's the article makes fun of her. It says Allen claimed her gratuitous uh, tops made her the objects of endless harassment throughout middle school and high school. And the New York Post spells harassment hair harassment.
0: <laughs> well, you know that that's a tabloid. They're they're famous for their. <laughs>
2: their <headlines, man. laughs> By the way, I thought
0: <laughs> your Chewbacca impersonation is I think your best one. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, well, I don't know what to say. Hang for, in to, there, to Samantha. I don't know what to say to Miss Allen. I, I, you know, that is that is a tough break. And she's obese.
2: She's overweight. But it did say she is finally pregnant. She uh, she got the surgery to lose weight, but she's got this body hair where she looks like Chewbacca and Ron Jeremy. <laughs> if anyone doesn't know who Ron Jeremy is, just Google him. He's a very hairy man. Oh,
0: stop. <laughs> <laughs> He's the the type of guy when he's walking around shirtless, people will say, Why are you wearing a sweater on a warm day, right? Exactly. (laughs) He's the real Chewbacca.
2: (laughs) Anyway, I feel bad. It was, uh, you know, just people. How about instead of uh, fighting COVID and wearing masks, let's find a cure for this disease. For this disease. Uh, By the way, are you
0: saying 10% of women in childbearing years have that disorder? I find that hard to believe. I think if 10% of the women in childbearing years look like that we would all know the name of that disorder well they need to that, work a
2: cure else. on that work a cure on that don't worry about covid let's worry about uh hairy women
0: who well don't i know uh women. i know hairy
2: women who just want to be women <laughs> we, gotta go. we gotta go that's the story well let's try us.
0: to do something a little bit more enlightening on the other side of this break <laughs> okay that's fine
2: <laughs> stay with us kids <laughs>
1: Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Welcome back to Lighten Up, everyone. Uh, I'm Matt Zucker with my co host, Stephen Miller. Uh, How thanks- you doing, everybody? Thanks for joining us here on Israel News Talk Radio every Monday morning or afternoon, depending upon where in the world you are. Has the news got you down? down. Yes, it has. <laughs> I'm depressed every day. So listen, I just have to th- – this one headline jumped out at me. I couldn't okay. – I was like uh, – and it's from the Jewish Chronicle. Where is that – where are they out of? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. University Such- president fired after trying to lure subordinate to his office with a knish. <laughs> Get yeah, to those listeners to those listeners around the world who may not know what a canish is, I it's a um, I guess it's a Jewish thing, kind of like an Ashkenazi, yes. it's a little pastry and some will be filled with potato and some would be filled with spinach or you know, chopped liver, or whatever. But yeah, it's a delicious it's a delicious treat.
2: It's very good. <laughs> and he's, he's and he uh, <laughs> What well, did he
0: have a tray? Come on, oh, I want so, to help so. you
2: with my – I want to help you with your math homework. Come into oh. my
0: office. <laughs> well, here you go. The Jewish Chronicle is the world's oldest Jewish newspaper since 1841, and it must be from um, England because their verbiage is uh, – Mark Schlissel was sacked from his 700,000-pound-a-year job. So basically he's from University of Michigan, almost a million dollars a year, this guy – throws away for having an inappropriate relationship with a subordinate but i don't know it's like the writers of this article they had to be a slow jewish newsweek because you had to deep dive so deep into this article to find the knish (laughs) i'm going to lure you in with knishes it was it was uh like, uh, they, they went back and examined his email chains and found and found him. He got a package of knishes and he tried to lure her over with the knish. That must it, have been some knish. Was it a, a, a student? You just said support. Yes. I assume well, a student. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, I think uh, it was like someone who worked under him. <laughs> no pun intended. hi uh, You know, because he was a dean. So, Well, that's what happened after she ate the mm-hmm. knish. <laughs> Administrators at Michigan also describe Dr. Dr. Schlissel's behavior as particularly egregious after he made a public stand against workplace sexual misconduct after a provost at the university was accused in 2020. So it's always the guy who makes the most noise you got to look at.
2: First of all, his his name is Schlissel. Schlissel, uh, Dr. Schlissel is going to lure you with schnitzel schnitzels and <laughs> his name and what he lures with is very similar <laughs> my name is dr Schlischel, and i lure ladies into my lair with
0: schnitzels <laughs> well but you know actually the article is kind of ridiculous because they wanted the knish headline but here they say uh, i mean the guy had trips to europe dinners cinema but you know and they had a relationship for a while uh, until for whatever reason, she decided to drop a dime on the guy and, and, and pursue charges. But with all these things, the Kinish gets the headline. One so, particular cringe-worthy exchange, the 64-year-old academic attempts to lure his paramour to his office with the promise of a kinesh from a box of the savorier cheats, the savory treats he had been gifted.
2: <laughs> so basically, after she took advantage and, and traveled all over there and ate canishes up the wazoo, then she's like, you know what? I'm going to report you. He lured me with canishes. He beat me with canishes. That's my <laughs> weakness, and he knew I was weak. He knew I was weak with canishes. I, I, I give in to any man from the Kanish. Oh, Ugh. God. That is insane. Well, I'd rather hear stories like that than, um, than some of the stuff we've done. Well, speaking here, this this transitions good. So, speaking of like love and and you know, it's Valentine's Day, and now apparently he can't give a tray full of canishes to to uh, future when Valentine's Day is coming up in a couple weeks. Um, <laughs> but I have a, you know, the company, Matt, uh, heart shaped
0: canishes. You know the- That's a great business idea. <laughs> right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My That's mind okay. went. Go ahead. I apologize.
2: Um, you know, when you were a kid, we ate the. Uh, Little sweetheart candies, you know the little heart candies that had little stuff on that said like "Hug me, be my oh, Valentine." like rock
0: hard, like yeah, candies. yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Okay, so they're, they're sweetheart candies. They're going to bring. They're changing sixteen of their phrases on those heart shape um, because uh. basically they said that uh, 2020 was a disaster, 2021 was depressing. So okay. they decided to 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 for 2022. The new candies are going to have new sayings. And just so our listeners are you know aren't aware, these are like little small heart shaped candies that you, you, you get when you're like a little kid at school, and it says things like "Hug me, be my Valentine." What else did they, they used to I say? Probably "I love you." I love you. You know things like that. Right. And you give sweetheart, them, like, sweetheart. Yeah. Okay. So, but now the company is changing it due to the horrible times that we live in. So I'm gonna, I'm going to read some of the new sayings that are going to be on the candies for 2022. Okay? Okay. Here's one. They they changed 16. I'm not going to read all 16. I'm just going to read some of the the good ones. Uh, let's vax together. <laughs> That's going to be on one. This is one of my favorites. Stay alone together. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, will you be my pronoun? That's one. <laughs> You know, I never know. I never know whether you're making stuff up. Are you serious? Yeah, listen, listen. And here's one. This is uh, this one uh, is because of all remember the in 2020 or 2021, all the uh, riots from BLM in America. So they have one. They have a candy coming out called Let's Loot Together. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of like the, uh, you know, the the black jelly beans. It's kind of like that. It's going to be a black shaped heart.
0: Um, well, did you and, hear the M and M's are changing their their characters too? Yeah, yes, I did. But hold on, I got a few others. Oh, so oh, <laughs> sorry. So, so it gets better? What, yes,
2: it does. Uh, so here's one. One of them says, "Love me, I'm non-binary." <laughs> and finally, this is the best one. So you know how some of the candies used to say "secret admirer," so they're changing that to this year. It's going to say uh, it's just on the candy. It's going to say "secret anti semite." <laughs>
0: But hey, now you
2: know I know what? you're joking. <laughs> no, I'm, they, are, they are changing it. <laughs> okay. But I, I, I have to say, though, don't you think um, that people, like, during all those riots, they must – someone must have found love and couples must have met. Like, don't you think that there's, like, a couple out there that met? Like, I, I personally think that while
0: people I – mean, Yeah, I, like, yeah, love and lockup. They, they – they, when they were in the cell together after they got arrested waiting for Kamala Harris to bail them out of jail. Right. They
2: made connections. There had to be love connections during these riots, Uh, you know, so I could just imagine interviewing interviewing a couple that uh, met during the riots, you know, and they could say, oh, how did you meet? And he could say, well, you know, I met Rolanda when we were looting Target and, you know, I saw her stealing clothes and then I saw other looters looting what she had looted and I felt sorry for her. (laughs) But I fell in love with her the first time I saw her stealing. I knew it was meant to be. We met at the BLM riots. (laughs) Isn't that great? Uh, Hello? Matt, you're frozen on the screen. What's going on? Are we off the air?
0: uh, Yeah, I was actually just trying to make a hotspot because I lost power briefly.
2: (laughs) You missed everything I said about the lovers that met at the BLM riots? How they met looting?
0: Target? No, I' don't. I heard you I heard no, I heard you I heard you uh mid mid uh mid scenario and oh. then and then my and then my power cut out um your, your power cut out, but all I see is your face you're frozen with one expression, I'm like, oh hello, that's all I, I saw your face frozen too. I said, oh, I think something might be technical issues may have arisen. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Anyway, well, the heart-shaped candies are changing their uh, sayings because of 2022 and how miserable the last two years have been. So get ready for
0: Valentine's Day, everybody. I'll try to find a pack. Well, I guess that's what made me think of the, uh, the M&M thing. I saw like, uh, you know, it's all like the co- corporate uh, wokeism, right? Everyone's got to get in to yeah. the to the to the racket, And M&Ms are changing their characters like people really care what M&M is wearing on his stinking feet. What are they changing you to? What are, what are
2: they changing, changing
0: it you to? It? One is going to be like non-binary uh, and uh, oh. <laughs> a one female one. One female one used to wear like, you know, um, like boots, like, you know, like uh, sexy, you know, above the calf boots. Now she's wearing like tennis shoes because she should be taken seriously. Then there was another sassy one that uh, wore stiletto heels. Now she's wearing like flat, like boring kind of like Old lady shoes. <laughs> you know, they just. Um, well, that's trying, why uh... trying to destroy any spice out of life.
2: They're appealing to about th- 2%, less than 2% of the world population.
0: I love MMs. I could care less what they like. You know, I mean, I don't know. Maybe if they made a Hitler m&m I wouldn't buy them anymore. But, you know, I mean, <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's coming. Don't you want to eat me, Matt? I'm delicious. I'm delicious. I come with a, a, a tray full of schnitzels from uh, Dr. <laughs> uh Hey,
0: did you hear meatloaf died? Yes, I did. So get this real fast before we go to break. So uh, Weber Grills puts out um, recipes regularly, you know, so you can cook great stuff on the Weber Grills. Well, they put out a grill uh, recipe for grilled meatloaf on the day meatloaf died. <laughs> <laughs> I have a Weber grill. But it was an accident, so they actually issued an apology. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> we're we're sorry, like, Mr. How meatloaf? many people do you really think you offended with the grilled meatloaf recipe? Of course, it made me think of Rocky Horror when, you know, he wound up becoming dinner in that movie. Anyway. Oh. Fond memories. Fond memories. Anyway, one more segment gone. Wow, we only have one left? That's it, baby. All right. Well, everybody, thanks for tuning in. We'll be right back after this short break for our final segment here on lighten up. Stick around.
2: Hi, I'm rabbi David Aaron. The soul basics are the most profound most essential and yet often the most neglected in our education join me for soul talk on israel's news talk radio and discover the secrets to love spiritual growth and personal power
1: has the news got you down not with these funny guys you're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Welcome back everybody to our final segment here on Lighten Up Israel News Talk Radio. My name is Steve Miller with my handsome host, Matt Zucker. Hello, hello, hello. Matt, it's I can't believe we're in the final segment. Even though we I mean, you, We say that every week. I know, but it just flies by. Even though your your face froze on me for about two seconds. I thought I was alone. On the radio waves. No one was speaking in my
0: ear. Not even our producer. She left me hanging dry. <laughs> I didn't know who it was. I thought, I thought maybe it was you guys. Anyway. No. We're back. That's the important
2: thing. We're back, and I hope our listeners are back. I hope you're still listening, Japan, Iran, China, South America. Israel. Israel, of course, Canada. All right, Matt, what do you got? What do you like to start off with?
0: Well, I'll tell you what. There was an article about and a documentary what's with Judaism's pork taboo. Mm. Documentary film Magnificent Beast bores into it. I mean it was a pretty weak pun there. But uh, yes. so it was at the it was at like the Miami Jewish Film Festival. So first of all, <laughs> first Miami of all, the Miami
2: Jewish That's a huge festival, <laughs> Miami Jewish. What a what a joke. That's like at the my, my street. Uh, that's at the uh, Sunrise Drive Film Festival. Just our neighbors are watching the film.
0: <laughs> so, but I love the title. What's with Judaism's pork taboo? I don't know. It's in the Torah. That's <laughs> pretty. Good. Why did Jews not supposed to eat pork? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> so, but get this. So, I mean, it goes. It it, it actually talks about um, why unkosher Jews still look down their nose at pork, right? So, it talks about how the the inaugural graduating class of rabbis from the reform movement's Hebrew Union College in 1883 this is perfect yeah. uh, they had a famous dinner in Cincinnati that was known as the Trefa banquet because oh. um, so so all these Reform Jews decided to go eat basically shellfish and other Trefa items but they wouldn't eat pork because that's disgusting <laughs> oh.
2: this was in the 1800s 1883 in oh. cincinnati oh
0: come on jews this is right why- but listen listen i gotta tell you you know my wife grew up in a kosher house my in-laws my you know would go out and at a restaurant they would you know order shrimp or lobster man the thought of pork they would look down their nose I was like oh you know while you're while you're eating your shrimp cocktail have disgust If someone had a pork chop, it was just like always made me scratch my head. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Non-kosher is non-kosher. It doesn't matter if it's a pig or a horse. You still can't eat it. It's just that the pig got the reputation of being like super bad. But it's just,
0: you know, it's it's like it's like like being a little kosher. It's just not kosher. It just isn't right. Right. And neither is the
4: shrimp.
2: Well, you know, that reminds me of – I just want to do – I'd like to do a recap of the uh, hostage situation in uh, Texas that happened last weekend So, um, because they were reformed Jews too. (laughs) And I forgot to mention, you notice uh, there were only four hostages, (laughs) which means there were only four Jews in synagogue on Saturday, which is really pathetic. (laughs) I didn't even think about that until just now. Right. He should have hit a Chinese restaurant on Christmas. That that would oh, you hit the gold mine. Oh, it's Shabbat in a Reform synagogue. There's only four Jews. I forget it. Good turnout. Good turnout. (laughs) So uh, one of the hostages was named um, Jeffrey Cohen, and uh, this is what this is what he said. He interviewed. He was interviewed by the Times of Israel, and I the the terrorist name was something Akram. I forget his name, but anyway. Uh it said that he, he came into the synagogue because what he really believed in were extremely dangerous anti Semitic tropes that Jews control everything. And that we this is what they're saying the, the 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 terrorists wanted, that we could call President Joe Biden and have him release the uh terrorists that he wanted released in prison. <laughs> that's that's what they believed. It had nothing to do with, you know that they can call that all Jews were so powerful that we can call Joe Biden. Meanwhile, that would be pretty pathetic.
0: I wouldn't well, want to. Call. Well, apparently they had the rabbi in Texas call some rabbi in New York and and, and um, get him on, get her on the phone because she was apparently had connections. But here's what jumped out at me, right? Only in Reform congregations can you get one rabbi to call another rabbi on Shabbat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> My synagogue the rabbi wouldn't have a phone.
2: Hey Rabbi, I know it's Shabbat, but uh, listen. Uh, there's a terrorist in our synagogue. There's only four of us here. How many people are in your Shabbat? Well, no one showed up here. That's why I'm answering the phone. Hey, do you know Joe Biden? Because you know we control everything, and this terrorist wants us to release some woman who's uh,
0: who. <laughs> just ridiculous. Uh, yeah, there's a lot. To, there's a there's a lot to pick apart there. But let me just say, I'm still very happy it ended with only one person departing this earth. And it's the person that should have departed the earth. But, that's, you know, that's OK. I'm glad Baruch Hashem everyone is safe. Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. What, what Baruch Hashem. I... There were only
2: four Jews on Shabbat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <laughs> hey, did you hear uh, that there is actually a new caucus that is going to be starting in the Congress? Right. This I like. Uh, and it's. The Congressional Caucus for the Advancement of Torah Values. Oh, how nice. Bipartisan, Republicans and de- Democrats. OK, but I was like, oh, this is interesting. Let me read it. I'm like, ah, you know, uh, the co-chair, he's a Republican by the name of Don Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> Don Bacon? Don Bacon Starting to- <laughs> Mmm, Bacon. He must be
2: uh, for the reformed Jews. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just thought that was funny.
2: So wait, wait, there's a caucus that's – can you repeat the thing again? I'm trying to gra- gra- wrap my head around this.
0: There is a caucus starting in Congress. In America? Um, in, America? in America? It's the only Congress I know. Uh, <laughs> Non-Jewish congressmen form Caucus for Advancement of Torah Values. Non-Jewish House of Reps from Congressional Caucus for Advancement of Torah Values with a Canadian rabbi's help. So at least a, at least <laughs> a rabbi even... – well, at least a rabbi who – not an American rabbi, but uh, at least of course he not. At least he looks religious. They're too busy uh, eating lobster for lunch,
2: <laughs> the American rabbis. Wait, so are there any Jewish senators or congresspeople part of this or is it just some guy named Bacon?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I really didn't get past Bacon and it's really – I didn't. Is he
2: related to Kevin Bacon? Mm, I
0: don't think so. Six degrees of Kevin Bacon.
2: <laughs> uh,
0: I heard that one. <laughs> uh, is Ilhan Omar part of that caucus? <laughs> you know what? I wouldn't put it past her to try to join. <laughs> exactly. Hey, that's just the type of snake she is. <laughs> well, here's speaking of of American
2: politicians. Here's a story that I just uh, found. Uh, this is in the state of Mississippi. It says black Mississippi Democrats walk out of Senate over a bill to prohibit teaching children that any race is
0: superior or inferior.
2: <laughs> they got
0: uh, a so So which ones are? Inferior and superior. I would ask them which ones no, it, are inferior and superior.
2: It says uh, it, it said this, the, the bill basically is stating that it is now they're introducing a bill saying you cannot teach in school, high school, grammar school, junior colleges, that that any race is superior or inferior to anybody. Basically that we're all equal. And, the, and, and 14 – all 14 black Democrat senators walked out of the Mississippi Senate chamber on Friday in protest before a vote on a bill
0: that prohibits teaching children any race is superior. Well, <laughs> did you read Animal Farm? Everybody's <laughs> equal, but some are more equal than others.
2: Oh, uh, Listen, uh, don't tell me that white people aren't the devil, and teachers are going to be teaching that in college. White people are the devil. Now, we're walking out. Who's with me?
0: Well, I don't know. The they could have listened. Perhaps they were self-haters and they thought that whites were superior. You don't know that.
2: No, the bill is to say that's illegal. You can't talk about it.
0: black or white. Yes, but I'm talking about why the blacks walked out. Uh, All yeah. right. So, listen, before the show wraps up, I have to share something with you because I know you're going to love this. Right. It comes it, it, it comes via Hillel Newhour from UN Watch. And for anybody who does not follow UN Watch, you really you really should. The guy is a, a warrior. Uh, but so he he's posts a whole Twitter thread that Norway this is awesome, flies the Taliban to Oslo on a private jet <laughs> okay to learn about human rights and girls' education. <laughs> this is Norway is flying the Taliban to their country. I kid you not. I kid you not. So, right. So Taliban delegation on a private jet to Oslo with self-proclaimed foreign minister Amir Mutaki to learn from Norway about human rights and girls' educations. Not a joke. So it turns out when you go in this thread, um, Norway apparently froze $10 billion worth of um, assets that were from the previous uh, Afghan government. that's why they decided to get on the plane, so they
2: can get their money back. <laughs> Listen, just go along with what they say. Yes, we want women to be educated.
0: Yes, 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 I'll get on the plane. Just give they me my money back. They wouldn't lie to get $10 billion, would they? Oh
2: No, no. <laughs> and, and Well, actually, what they did tell uh, you in the article, the plane never landed because the Taliban ended up
0: blowing it up. <laughs> I was like, you just wait and see. You just wait and see. The Taliban's going to get a seat at the U.N. and they're going to be legitimized. Pretty soon, they'll have veto rights. Hey, Joe Biden's going to invite them next to talk about – I don't know what – to talk about chocolate and Uh, vanilla ice cream. The Taliban embassy in Washington, D.C. I can't wait. Oh, oh my (laughs) – oh, nothing
2: would surprise me between the chocolate – between the cart candy changing their names and – oh, nothing would surprise me this year.
0: I saw something where everybody should – Claim to be a member of the Taliban so you can get military-grade hardware from the United States government. (laughs) Look at that.
2: Look at that. The time has ended. We end on the Taliban. Wow.
0: on the Taliban. Everybody, thank you so much for joining us on Lighten Up. We will catch you next Monday right here on Israel News Talk Radio. Thank you so much. Have a good week.
4: Israel News Talk Radio's chat room.